Welcome to The Modern Majority. This is James and Zach, and this is our What the Fuck Quick Take. What the fuck happened, Zach? Uh, BP, as in British Petroleum, and Shell happened, James. Um, so this article runs from about a week ago, and we thought this was an interesting one to highlight because... Um, We're all feeling it. Yeah, but prior to the Russian invasion of Ukraine, everybody was claiming, uh, was frustrated, or there seemed to be this outrage across the board with rising gas prices um, due to inflation, supply chain, what what have you. Um, I don't think most people really figured out what that was from. They blame President Biden for it. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, it's like Biden's like, it's Obama's fault. It's become, it's, it's Biden's fault. But... Then the invasion happened, and then gases, uh, gas prices went up like a dollar fifty. Then shot up. Um, yeah. So like here in California, where we're at, the high end is like in the mid sixes, and the low in like in like the the Southern California area, and the so low. I just paid six dollars and nineteen cents a gallon today. Yeah. Before I got here, and and the low end because uh, I always uh, do Arco, is like five fifty seven now, five sixty seven. So. Um, it was interesting. So this is, this is based out of, this is an article based out of Wisconsin and there's a, um, there's a, a place, um, called, I believe in the article Woodman's. All right. And so Woodman's, which does gas, does gas, um, is being sued by the local BP and Shell stations, uh, for $80,000 in damages and BP and Shell claim that Woodman's is their gas prices are too low and they can't compete. <laughs> um, and they're saying not only are they too low, but they're illegally too low. So they're claiming that Woodman's is violating Wisconsin's Unfair Sales Act, which part of the law says that merchandise, including f- fuel, can't be sold below cost. However, Woodman's uh, and their legal team say that they're in full compliance uh, with the Wakasha store. Um, and they believe that the lawsuit is without merit. Uh, at the end of the article... Well, they're also saying that they're competing with another competitor. Right. At the end of the article, uh, they show how this is the case because GasBuddy.com, which is a place that people can go to to, to compare it's gas everywhere. prices. Yeah, right? yeah. That's everywhere. It's a dot com. Um, show that Woodman's uh, currently, when this article was written, was being sold at $3.59 per gallon for their unleaded regular... Uh, but the nearby Quick Trip was selling for three dollars and fifty-eight cents per gallon, and Costco was selling for three forty-nine per gallon. But this um, Woodman's was right next to or across the way from the BP and the Shell station. Yeah, and, and it's also six miles away from the Costco. Right, 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 right. That's in question. So, so BP and Shell uh, suing roughly uh, Woodman's for roughly eighty thousand damage based on number of days they say Woodman illegally outpriced them. Uh, Woodsman, which celebrated uh, 100 years in business in 2019, um, and I guess was a, originally a, a produce stand in Janesville, Wisconsin. But it operates Wisconsin, Illinois, and has grown to become a $2 billion company. Um, it's still a David in relation to the Goliath, BP, and Shell companies. Um, it's interesting, though. Nick uh, Harmus, I think that's how you say his name, Jarmus. I'm not sure. Sorry, Nick. The director of public affairs for AAA, which is the auto club group based in Wisconsin, Illinois, and Indiana, uh, told the Appleton Post-Crescent when they reached out to him that the law dates back to 1939 and was intended to prevent larger chains and retailers from undercutting small local stations by selling gas as a loss leader. Okay. So 
all that said and done, I, I clearly from what it sounds like, this this lawsuit's going nowhere. But I think what is kind of what the fuck for me with this whole thing is that, and I think Biden and the administration have really started to highlight it. And it's funny that didn't gain a lot of attraction traction initially, but it seems to be getting more traction now on both sides of the aisle, actually. Although Republicans politically will still blame Biden for everything. But you're starting to hear kind of a, a bipartisan um, interest in looking into what's going on with the pricing because well, you got you got the midterms coming up and high gas prices are not good for anybody. Right, right, and so we can only speak to uh, California, but basically here with the major kind of Goliaths in the gas industry, um, they basically move as basically like an oligarchy. You know, they they stick together in terms of their pricing. So. Like uh, maybe collusion, yeah, which, which is illegal, yeah, yeah, which is collusion. Mm-hmm. Chevron's always your top dollar, mm-hmm. and Arco for the big boys is always the bottom end, and they and shells in there and shells the top, in there too the to, on the top end, yeah, Unical, all that, but but that's generally where you're at based off of location, kind of average pricing, and they move about with a with a degree of about seventy cents between one and the other, mm-hmm. kind of back and forth wherever they choose to slide it. One of the issues with the dollar fifty raise here or thereabouts is that we, you know, basically said, okay, we're not buying fuel or oil from Russia anymore. But it only made up to three to five percent of our total oil intake uh, in terms yeah, and of it, imports. And we, and we got some really, I think, some explanations from the gas or the oil companies. And they had to do some acrobatics with this, right? Because it's like, well, it's not that it's only because the United States is only exposed to 3% of Russian oil. Because it's a global market, you see. And when the global market sees a decrease in production or the pool of the global market that we can pull from, then we're going to have to raise prices. But the problem is, is we've seen things like this in the past. I mean, you look at Iran, right? When they get pulled out and yanked out of the market through their sanctions, you didn't see a dollar fifty increase in gas. You right. saw a spike maybe and then a decrease. But the problem is is we're just not seeing any signs of a decrease anytime soon. Right. And then <laughs> they turn this whole thing where, you know, you're supporting Ukraine by by, by these high gas prices. Yes. You had all the celebrities go on the social media site saying, I don't care, I'll pay seven, eight, ten dollars a gallon if that means that you know we don't we're not buying Russian gas. Yeah, which is a load of shit. Which is well either way is fucking bullshit. Because then you know, then we look at the classic you know, the, the class thing. Well, these celebrities are taking the TikTok and whatever the fuck. They can afford it. Yeah. Working class stiffs, middle 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 even middle class stiffs, dude, like no one can afford it. Well, prior to... Prior, You're not budgeting for it. It's hard yeah. to budget for a spike that happened so fast. Yeah. Pr- prior to the invasion, they were... The, the gas companies were already... Oil companies were already making record profits. Right. With where they stood. And that was part of what the administration put out there. It's like, look, it, you guys are already on like a government stipend. You already pay basically nothing in federal taxes. Um, and... You're on welfare. Yeah, you're on government welfare. You get subsidies every yes, year. Yes, subsidies every year and no no handing it down to the consumer. And on top of that, now doing basically what's called war profiteering, where you're making a shitload of money using an excuse that doesn't really impact you so you can gouge people. And I think the cynicism in this is that like you always hear 
oh, it's it's free market capitalism. It's free market capitalism. You know, in the in the what fuck quick what the fuck quick take we did with Ron Johnson, Senator Ron Johnson. Yeah, it was like the market bears out what it bears out, and yeah. his you know lame explanation for why you know he was making the statement he was on that on that that quick take. But what we're seeing here is the market doesn't really bear out what it bears out because if somebody, you know, dare not gouge people and charge a reasonable price for gas and still making a hefty profit, well, I'm going to sue you because you're trying to screw me over. So, yeah. so we're where, seeing that's a breakdown of market principles. Right. So, so, so where is free market capitalism? Because free market capitalism says if there's demand and I set my price here and everybody's coming to me, if you want to compete, you're going to have to set your prices near mine. Yeah. Now, does that piss you off because before you're making a dollar fifty more? Sure, but hell, buddy, that's the way the market goes. And right, that's the whole idea of a marketplace, right? Is when people say it's supposed to help the consumers, you want more people in there to drive pricing down to make it more competitive so that it doesn't cost as much on the consumer. So here we have companies trying to do that and notice, notice BP and Shell aren't going after Costco because they're a huge national corporation that's got an insane amount of wealth. But they'll go after Woodman's, which even though they have expanded, obviously, into Illinois and Wisconsin and have you know generated revenue of $2 billion over all the different things they it's do. Still relatively small. Still relatively small. I mean, yeah, $2 billion would be a small cap the company. The cynicism goes much deeper. You touched on the cynicism, and I think it goes much deeper than, than that. I think you're right. I think that the, the, the capitalist system is being perverted. And it's also something that we see echoed from 2008, 2009, you know, the crash, which is nobody wants to take a risk in the market. Right. No, everyone is risk, you know, there, there's a, there is a, there is a uh, risk is a dirty word. And that's unfortunately just not the way the market works, right? I yeah. mean, we take a risk every day leaving the house. You know, if we get hurt in a car accident or something like this, our families will suffer. Even if we have insurance, even if we have all these things, there's going to be problems. I know it's not apples and oranges comparison. What I'm saying is there's a risk. Anytime you have a market, there is a risk. And anytime somebody undercuts you in terms of pricing, you need to look at yourself first. Yep. Instead of looking at that other person saying, I need to sue them to, in order to raise their prices so we can continue to fuck the consumer. Because that's really what it's about. This whole concept of shareholder value has really fucked the American worker and the American consumer sure. to the yeah. point of absurdity. And you see people waking up to this. Now, I'm not going as far as, as some people that the capitalist system should be thrown out and we should have something new because I need to know what that something new is before I even entertain that idea. But we certainly need to make capitalism work better for everyone and not just mega corporations or the elite. And I think that's something that we can both agree on on the left and on the right is that it's even if you cannot articulate it, like I'm not doing very well right now, you feel it. You feel it because your dollars go you know, much, much less further than they were before all of this bullshit. And nobody can really give you an explanation as to why gas prices are so high. Yes, they give you that, like I said, the acrobatic intellectualism of like, yeah, it's a global market. And so anytime there's a pool taken out of the global market, it, it constrains it. And you also do have some geopolitical things going on there. You have OPEC <clears throat> up to this point saying we're not going to increase um, production. Although there's some there's some changes going on within OPEC that they probably will. But still, record prop profits before Ukraine, and even now more record profits since Ukraine. It's like, 
someone's you can't get it out of us anymore. Like right. you're creating the you're you're looking at the middle class and you have you have wringed every dollar out of our pockets to the point where there's nothing left to give. Most people are now living off of a credit card when, when if gas prices go up a dollar fifty, right. they're putting it on their their card. Well, I mean, and, and that's just no way to conduct business. I mean, you're seeing it with the oil industry here, right? The big old thing is like, okay, well. You know, we no, it's not renewable energy. That's not direction we need to go off to get off the tit of despots and dictators. No, they keep this shit up. Right. Most people well, will be for renewables. Well, 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 but the other thing is, is right, they're like, we, it's drill, baby, drill. And what did the Biden administration let the cat out of the bag? There's like 9,000 yeah. 9, leases that are open where they could be drilling. And they're and, not drilling. And, well, and, and what That's was, the other thing. And, 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 and what was the bitch complaint they made? Well, 60, Stone 60% of those have either been, you know, not tested or... Um, we don't know if it'll have the amount that'll make it worth our time. Take the risk. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's why I brought it up because it's a business. You take the risk. Now these guys want it all put on a platter for them like, where the government, yeah. somebody else, the taxpayers, we already have to subsidize their drilling. Like, it's your fucking job. Yeah. Go out there, speculate, do your drill tests, and then you make the decision if, it's a, if it has value for right. you. I mean, it's fucking outrageous. Anyway, this article uh, was written by Kristen V. Shaw. We want to give that nod on the drive. Um, also, a lot of this information was picked up from WISN 12 News. And again, this was in Waukesha, Wisconsin, just outside of Milwaukee. Um, but you can you can go and you can type the headline, Wisconsin store with low gas prices being sued by nearby fuel stations by Kristen V. Shaw, The Drive. And you can pick up and read about this and dig in, dig in deeper if you want to. Anyway, um, but yeah, I think that exposes a lot of the cynicism and the bullshit when it comes to you know, and some major fucking problem, and, it, and it, large corporations don't have a problem screwing and dropping the bottom out on the little guy. But when it gets turned around on them, and clearly, again, nobody was out of line here. Nobody was selling below cost, which again just highlighted how much profit on top they were they were doing. And and I want to throw this one little thing in there too. One of the things Americans are going to have to start looking at is themselves. And in this situation, what I mean is. A lot of this shit is for shareholders. I'm an American who has to drive and pay for gas. And the increasing cost is hard on me. It's hard on anybody at this, at this thing. But I'm also an American who invests in the market quite a lot. And I benefit from a lot of the shareholder windfalls in all of my funds that I have, all right, in my investments. You're going to have to sit down as an American and say, would I be okay with a six to seven to eight percent return, which used to be great on an average end of the of the market, or do I need to keep getting eighteen to twenty five percent returns? Because if that's what you're going to demand, that regardless of how the economy is going or how that business is doing, that that's the cut, then you're going to pay for it in other ways. It's always opportunity cost. You're not just going to get something for free. If you're investing in these companies and you're making bank on the dividends, that's yeah. great but you're gonna start paying it out of pocket. So are you really making anything? And that's what you need to start looking at. Is your investment stake and what you get paid quarterly yeah. equaling out to what you're paying in the increased gas costs? I think it exposes a lot of ills in our in our economic system. Yeah. And I think that um, someone's going to pay the ultimate price for this in terms of political responsibility, even though, I wanna end on this now, Joe Biden cannot set the price of gas. No, I'm sorry, he can't, nobody yeah, can. Nobody can. All right. That's our what the fuck? Quick, uh, quick take. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> fuck you, oil companies. <laughs>